0: sports
1: I let you go in every room. That's good. Right. There's no weapons or master destruction. you just give me the finger?
2: <laughs> I
3: gave you the finger. That's how we got to start this podcast? Yep. All right. Well, that's cool. All right. Uh, I'm Alan.
2: Uh, I'm Brian. I'm Luke. I'm Steven.
3: Uh, and uh, this is this unfortunate thing you're going to be listening to for a while, if you're already listening. Um, it's, the, uh, it's the national championship game uh,
2: for college football. And we're back here at Brian's house, so we, we're having a party going on right now.
3: Is it a party? This is an everyday thing here.
2: Yes. Yes. This is this is what happens. You have
3: a bunch of vagrant people that live in your home. <laughs> a <laughs> we, bunch of vagabonds. Oh. There you oh, go. Oh, that's where Oh, that was the a sneaky from. BS plug. I like it.
2: Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you very much. How's everybody doing?
3: Uh, if anyone is interesting, or interesting, no one's interesting. No <laughs> one's interesting at the table. If anyone's interested, uh, Brian uh, might be the best drummer of all time. All time of, of, of yeah. this place podcast. The, yeah. The yeah. The <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm uh, definitely the
2: best drummer of this podcast.
3: What, what's the name of your band?
2: The Vagabonds.
3: Uh, where can they buy stuff from you?
2: Everywhere, online.
3: If they, if they were going to search this into a computer because I made them, what would they type?
2: www.thevagabonds.com, which it's spelled V E G A B O N D S. All right. The Vagabonds. That's it. Moving you may on. have
3: tricked me into checking it out. All right, cool. <laughs>
2: You should check it out. We got
3: that dirty bit of business out of the way early. This is good.
2: I like that. That was, that was good. Welcome to Music City Sports.
3: Uh, yeah, uh, we got a few things worth talking about. Uh, you know, the national championship game, which is about to go to halftime.
2: Yeah. We got a few minutes. Few just minutes. had to punt. Uh, <sighs> Bama's winning again.
3: You know who 14, needs another though. national championship? <laughs> Alabama, not Nick Saban. Nick Saban yeah, is padding man. his stats.
2: You know, if he if he gets this one, he ties Bear Bryant for the most of all time. Does he tie him, or is he already ahead? No, Did no, he no. get ahead he last year? He will tie him. Yeah, he will tie him. And I wish he I wish he'd just get this and retire. Like, what that would are you? Be awesome. He's what, never going to oh, retire. No, 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 uh, no, Nick Saban never gonna is gonna a, a, a break robot. The record. I know he's good, but man, just being from the state of Alabama and being an Auburn fan it's really hard to watch. That's why I'm not watching the TV and you guys are. <laughs> I
0: mean, but I
2: mean, you know, you know, Clemson's in it and they're playing. I just I wish Clemson would have came out and just blew them out because I mean the Auburn score was like 19 to 14 or something like that. So, I, uh, it, that would have been bragging rights for us.
3: I'd like to throw out my bold prediction right now. Yeah, let's give us some predictions. What you got? Uh, we're at the half, and I uh, I don't like Roll Tide at all. Um, I, in, in fact, anytime anyone says that, I get itchy and I get upset. And I don't even care that much. So, I have them losing and Nick Saban crying in the car ride home. He won't be allowed to go on the bus. Uh, Clemson's going to win 34-28. to
2: that's a good – that that was almost – I was I was going to say 34 to like 17. 28. <laughs> yeah, 34 <40, laughs> to 28. I don't know where I got that from. No, I, 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 I'm just
3: guessing here, but I feel it. I feel that's what's happening. Yeah,
2: before the game, I, I kind of – I thought it would be, you know, 34 to like 17, you know, Clemson. But, I mean, the way it's looking, I mean, Bama's defense, I mean, they're just – they're that good.
3: It's unfortunate. It is. And it's actually real sad to talk about. You know what we're gonna be talking about next year? Roll Tide. Oh. Football. Two years after that, roll tide. Hey, who's gonna be in so the championship the game? Is, roll
1: Tide. Question to me is what happens when Sabin leaves? Do these people operate or do they stay? Do these fans stay and just continue to be Alabama fans? Or do they bail out? They bail
2: out. They're bandwagon fans.
1: All right. What's your prediction for the game? Though? Dude, there's some prediction. that got like
2: prediction
3: roll tide or... tattoos when they were five. I wouldn't <laughs> consider them bandwagon. Not Man, them. I got
1: like 42-17 Alabama. I think this is going to be an onslaught in the second half. 42-17, that's pretty good. Uh, I, I, know, I
2: know
3: I know you. <laughs> Ohio State,
1: 45.
2: First of all, before, <laughs> before we get your predictions, Zero. All right, just between us, okay, and like, nobody's going to listen to this because nobody, no, nobody to this listens podcast. to this podcast. Did you cry? Did you cry? I may have shed a tear.
1: I'm gonna call bullshit. How many minutes of that game did A you not couple. watch?
2: A oh. couple. A lot. Now when I pretty much turned it off shortly after halftime. Were you now, pretty jazzed much, up
3: during the pregame?
2: How much did you blame it on the refs? <laughs> like, Zero. If we had, if that ref wouldn't have called that one call, we would have won the game. I completely blame <laughs> it. I completely <laughs> uh, blame it on the offensive play calling. Completely. So you don't blame it on the fact that Clemson just came out and beat Well, no. Him. Clemson is ridiculous.
3: Ohio State let Lane Kiffin do all the calls. For that.
1: <laughs> probably. Oh, it's the worst decision you have ever had probably. all year. This oh,
2: man. All right, Stephen. Give us your late pr- to the game. I would, I would love to see Ohio State uh, Clemson
1: win, win 31-28. Thirty one twenty eight. That's a good a call. Last yeah. I just don't goal. think it's gonna be I think that if it is a close game, it it's not gonna turn out the same way as last year. But looks, I just don't see this I mean, last mean last the year same was, game. I
2: mean, but last year was forty five to forty, but it didn't kick in really into the second half. No, oh, yeah. it didn't. And what kicked it off was Saban calling an onside kick.
3: Which yeah. was a really good call. Right. That's in a in a championship game, well, uh, calling that. that call. You is say that
2: now though, but what right. what happens if they didn't get it? That's yeah, well that's thing that's is, the, is, the
3: time everyone yeah. talks about it. If you right. screw oh, that up, you're a total jerk. But if you nail it, you're a legend. Well right. this that's is my question the, for you right the there gamble. with that
1: with that right there, where you said, Oh, well if you made it if you didn't get it, it's a terrible call. Okay. Clemson was unstoppable. You couldn't right. they couldn't stop them. Now, what's the difference between them starting at the twenty five or them starting at the fifty? Like if you have a team twenty-five that's yards, if you're a 20, oh, 20, okay, but they had an average of twelve yards a play. Right. So what's twenty-five yards of two plays for Clemson? Two misses, four plays. Yeah,
2: I, I get so, what I you're mean, saying. Yeah. But but looking at it, yeah, it was a great call. But if 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 Clemson would have went on to win the game, people would have been like, that was a terrible call. Yeah, I see and that. that yeah. That's all. I mean, that's always it. That happened that in the Ohio State Michigan oh. game. Uh, <laughs> of course it did. No, uh, Urban Meyer decided to go for a fake punt. On like their own twenty, yeah, and we didn't get it, dude. If they so if, if they you convert that, right, then they would have won. Genius. Right, but if they would have if they uh, would have got that, then they would have beat Clemson. Got the Michigan, <laughs> they would have beat that. That was the reason why. Yep.
3: <laughs> we're still talking about that, man. Yeah, okay, we're still. That's the past, man. Yeah, that's real. That's real. Guess who like, like, lost?
2: Ohio State.
3: It rhymes with that. <laughs> Can I tell you what the answer is? What? It's Ohio State.
2: Oh, yes. It rhymes with smiles, mate.
3: Um, <laughs> did you guys see uh, Ronda Rousey get uh, beat up uh, pretty bad? Or at least hear about 48. it.
2: 48-8. Seconds,
3: that's, it was like, that's it, all it takes to get knocked out, dude. It actually probably, takes only one second to get look, knocked she out, was she knocked survived out like for five seconds, seconds into that situation. Yeah. We're probably gonna talk
2: more about this longer
1: than she likes. It.
3: Like, <laughs> <laughs> Did she yeah, it get was, she got like she went to the hospital?
2: Oh, yeah,
1: dude. We're, I mean, nothing as bad as her last one. Her last one was worse, but with this Holly one, Holmes, yeah. But this one is Holly Holm, not the Holmes. Everyone oh, keeps saying Holly Holm. Home. Holly Holm, but yeah, yeah, she kicked Uh, her the side of the neck, and like you just see her head grew like the bobblehead, and you're like, ah, that's nothing's good about that. this chick just like like schoolyard bullied her, got her off the bus, and they shook her in her own front yard. Like it was bad.
2: But I mean, dude, after the Holly, like she should have just retired after that. Well, she came out of retirement for. I mean, and well, she did get three million dollars for that. She got three million dollars whether uh, she won or lost. The
1: winner the uh, The
2: champion, she got a hundred thousand. Amanda Nunez. Yeah, Nunez. She got a hundred thousand dollars. winning winning got fight. three million. But here's the thing: pay me three million dollars. You can. I'll knock let you me knock out. me out in 48. I'll seconds never. For $3 I will agree right
3: now to just never retire. I will yeah. work until I die at that job. Yes. If you give me three
1: million dollars. Well, if you're going okay. on the rate she's going for guys, you're gonna die very quickly. Yeah. The way she's going is not going so she, hot for she her. She just needs to. Yeah, I, I'd quits. say I'd say just let it well,
2: go. Well, I, th- I think I think that's decided. I think she's
1: well, Okay, it. hold on. Redemption fight. Who no. do you want to fight?
2: Yeah. The, the world gr- is your oyster,
3: well, homie. she does want to fight. Like There's that. jerks everywhere
1: begging yeah. to get punched. Dude,
3: she could do the Kimbo you, look, slice thing. You make it a pay-per-view. Look, Ronda Rousey, we know those professional fighters keep <laughs> messing you up right now. What if we pay you 3 million dollars. Like you could get her to do whatever for 3 million. If she's going into a ring and getting destroyed for 3 million, you she'll do whatever if she's fighting. Hold on. So if she does like bum fights, like UFC oh, pay-per-view bum fights Bully or like down. just beats people up at the supermarket for 3 mil for pay-per-view. Think of the sponsorships. You got product placement Healugs. in the supermarket. If <laughs> you do it in the cereal aisle, like you pick up General Mills post, you get everybody. Oh, man.
1: She'd definitely make Cereal's okay, so, bucks. So getting off enough of Ronda, was we'll saying this real quick. What do you guys think about Conor McGregor? Because everybody knows who Conor McGregor is now. He's like the Mike Tyson. Who's Tyson's. Conor McGregor? Oh, you were saying? <laughs> I <was> saying sorry. <laughs> More
0: of
2: like the Floyd Mayweather.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, he's the a, white Floyd well, he's Mayweather. He's got knocked out. Like, dude. He, no, he got choked out. He's been knocked out before, <laughs> yeah. but like, but it hasn't been on this kind of stage. No. He did it when he was like younger, way yeah, younger. But I, I think
2: out. I think he's just one of those guys. Like, I think he's a good fighter, but he
1: talks way too much. He's a flash. I in think the that's pan. part yeah. of the show, though, man. I, well, it, it,
2: it
3: definitely. He's very
1: protected. I think that they couldn't protect Ronda anymore. Right. And he is very much behind the cloak of the UFC. Like, uh, we don't want to break the parrot's nose. You yet. think they'll
3: ever do like a Royal Rumble style UFC thing oh, like where they oh, just have bitch. like male, female, oh, whoever
1: yeah. get in the ring,
3: fight for supremacy? Instead, Instead of getting women. thrown
2: out, whoever just gets knocked out, you're out. <laughs> like, yeah, the it's just bodies. bodies you're out everywhere. of the
3: UFC. <laughs> <laughs> you're fighting for your contract. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought this was the ultimate fighting club. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um, did you guys watch the uh, NFL playoffs this past weekend? Woo. Boy, um, I kind of—I'll be honest. I was—I was flipping channels because I don't—I don't have a dog in the fight.
2: I mean, dude, honestly, the Packers and the Steelers looked incredible. You know how it's awesome that we're talking about
3: Green Bay now when they were total just crap crap they the were bad the year, they I watched the, the titans. titans yeah i watched the titans destroy them but like, but
2: but you know it, the, the scariest part about the green bay was they were face facing the giants like the giants are to me are one of the scariest teams when they get in the playoffs oh because yeah. they can they can just suck all year and then come back and win the like super bowl and it's true i think it would have been funny if they would have made it and you know New England had to play again. Tom Brady would have just been pissed if he had to fight, yeah. face Eli again.
3: I have to earn it again, damn it.
2: Yeah, but you know the sad part is is the, the story wasn't about how bad they played. It was about Odell Beckham Jr. The whole thing was about Odell, and on the stupid boat. Oh yeah. I mean, dude, Alan, I
3: don't know anything about this. You guys okay, are trying so, to tell me about okay, this, so and I never really was, followed is, up.
2: All right, so what, the, the game was Sunday, correct? Yes. Uh, I, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. the game was Sunday. Well, the Monday previous to that, like him and a bunch of his teammates um went down to like Miami and they were hanging out on this boat. And they took a picture of them and they sent it, you know, tweeted it out and stuff like that. And everybody was like, oh, you know, he shouldn't be partying right now. No, we study in the playbook on the boat. Yeah. <laughs> the funniest thing is everybody kept commenting that Eli actually took the picture because they didn't want him in it with his shirt off. So it was great. But no, so okay, it so throws It throws off the white balance. It, and Odell had had two, like two, two or three really kind of bad drops in the game. And you know, and I think Odell's kind of a punk, anyways, because every time, like last year when he's doing good, like he's great, you know, but it's everybody's fault now. And, you know, and there was one point after the game, like he punched a wall. Like he's just done a lot of like gimmicky stuff this year. It's like, dude, just just play the game. This
1: like, is what yeah. I think. Okay, dude with uh with hair
3: like for that, for you can't just play the game. Yeah. You can't blame Let him me I can't blame there.
1: him because you look at the receiving core that Eli Manning has around that guy right now. Right. I mean, even like their first round draft pick was Shepherd this year from from Oklahoma, which I think is the next big deal. Right. He's like for real the next Crabtree, the next right. whatever you want to call him Fitzgerald. That guy is outrageous jumped for the ball he's like six yeah. three and he still jumps with anybody he can jump ball with anybody
2: yeah and I dude I thought that his like one of his drops was you know an easier catch than some of those Odell Beckham's that everybody complained about but it just that the fact that they sent this pitcher out and you know everybody made such a big deal about it it, it you know everybody's like oh it was because they were on the boat they lost I mean I it, it had nothing to do with that no, the, I don't The Packers came out And just played Well, yeah. do you think
1: that uh, It being that Aaron Rodgers Went like, what 19-0 and zero After he threw the last pick Against the Titans I think he threw this last pick Of the year To yeah. McCordy, If I'm not mistaken Or somebody In our secondary Which is kind of embarrassing Yeah uh, And uh, so after that He went to like 21 or 19 Or something crazy Yeah
2: that you can hear the party going on. Oh yeah, oh, yeah the party just—it's—it's—it's part it's,
1: just it's almost out. halftime.
2: Everybody's yeah. ramping up.
3: They're—they're uh, yeah. they're doing shots, <laughs> like uh, a lot every time. Uh, roll tide's not roll tiding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't they know what that sad. means for real, but they're doing shots. Yeah, Power I'm making that up. There are no on. shots here. No, there's not.
2: Oh, but I mean, you know, but, I don't yeah. know that for real. I mean, honestly, the—I'm telling you—the—the Packers—they just looked unstoppable. The hail mary pass. Yes. Yes, should have been tipped. Oh, uh, at least twice in the end zone, right? And that was to uh, who? Who was it? To it was. um, Was it Adams that caught it? I think it was. Man, but I'm telling you, man, like that was when that was the turn point of the game. That was when I was like, this game is. It was
1: Cobb that caught the touchdown.
3: It was Cobb.
2: Cobb. Oh yeah, dude.
3: They all just went like, and you can see nobody sprinted to the end zone. They were just like, all right, I just know I got to be here. Yeah, and then. (laughs) It just Randall landed Cobb just right just in his went, hands.
2: I mean, it went through every defender and he's just kind of like, "Oh, catch it. It's, and it's like like also he it. slow it down. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Play yeah. the Titanic theme." But
2: dude, I mean, he so had great. he had 8 seconds. He had 8 seconds to throw that ball.
3: That's a that's yeah. a practice play, dude.
2: Yes. that's that, a really I need you to get in the back of the end zone
3: line. and just oh, yeah. be the tallest one there i yeah. I'm going to throw it to the tall guy.
2: Okay, all right. Staying on that though, I mean, like, okay, who do you think is going to be in the Super Bowl? Because I, I think it's going to be New England, Atlanta. I think Atlanta is going to do it this year. Dude, don't, I don't like I think Dallas, Dallas man. You think Dallas and yeah. New England? The, my
3: or? only concern is you got a rookie quarterback and yeah, a rookie Prescott, running back. Yeah, I don't think running. your running backs. I don't think Elliott's your problem though. But no, I think I being think a rookie quarterback back, in the playoffs
2: back. could. Thank you for bringing won. up. not the pro Elliott. There, Allen. You um. want to say something about that, Stephen? No. I think Elliott's a great running back. <laughs> of course you do. You think if he went somewhere else, you'd be like, he's all right. No. See, this is my
1: thing about it. No, I he's, think that he's in, helped in Dallas quite a bit. Yeah. The, the way you can look at it right now is, like, I, it's different than with, with what Alabama's got going on. You can have in college trade out your halfback and your quarterback year to year, and you can still be successful in the NFL, you need a veteran, either one or two of those, where you can go, hey, I'm going to hand the rock off to this guy because he's going to run it down their throat like Adrian Peterson. And yep. You to get a guy like Teddy Bridgewater who's all right and he can make plays, and you're like, okay, we can we can make this happen. Or you got to have somebody that's like Peyton Manning and an all right running back that's going to be able to make sure that if Peyton drops the ball, he'll pick it up. Right. You know, but you can't have you can't have the situation where you just.
2: I just don't I don't think Dallas is going to do it, man. I think Atlanta is too hot right.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, that's the thing. Uh, that's what I really think is Atlanta's the team to beat.
2: I do too. I think it's going to be Atlanta, New England. Who has a speaking.
3: Who has a better defense? Are, are Dallas and Atlanta going to run into
1: it? Who and, can stop Atlanta from throwing the ball? Yeah. Have you seen Ryan this year? I mean, he's, yeah. I mean Ryan is throwing a like, ball like he's throwing it through people's bodies. Like, yeah. I, like <laughs> if he hits you and you don't have a Falcon jersey on, it's like Goku in the spear bomb. <laughs> like, he is destroying <laughs> you. Like,. <laughs> Dropping <laughs> a Dragon Ball Z in there. I like he's, he's, he's killing it. It's like, I mean, he's throwing we lasers, love just straight lasers.
2: <laughs> Dude,
3: oh. uh, I don't know, man. I just, Atlanta's one of those teams where there's no way they're going to do well. There's no way. Yeah, I
2: mean, they always choke in the playoffs. I yeah. get that, but dude, this year it's just it's different. I'm telling you, it's different. Different. Field. I feel
3: like this is the year Jerry Jones' purchase of that giant video screen pays off.
2: <laughs> Maybe he's gonna but,
3: fee, he's gonna be justified in that purchase.
2: But you know, it's funny because uh, you know I grew up in you know I grew up in Alabama and I like the Falcons and the Braves were my teams. Like that was what I you know followed. But this year I have not paid attention to them and. Like they're like in the playoffs. Like I didn't even pay attention to it, and they're definitely
1: the dark horse. Yeah, here's my
2: thing though: is Atlanta's playing Seattle, right? Okay, so you have Richard Sherman, who's probably going to be matched up with Julio Jones, right? So best cover corner, you can't stop Julio, dude. I mean, Julio would jump over him.
1: I I hate to break it to Sherman, like he tries to be like, oh, I can do all this, but like Julio Jones is about almost as peak as it gets without it being. Without being Megatron or somebody like that, you know that's not there anymore. There isn't Julio Jones has to be one of the best guys right now in there.
2: Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. I think Julio Jones is one of the best receiver. I mean, if not the best receiver this year, he's definitely.
1: I mean, oh. He, yeah. Oh yeah, he's definitely played. He's definitely played the way he should have played. Like, oh yeah, he, he showed up this year. He showed up for all of his money this year. Seattle Julio Jones beat got-
2: Atlanta in the regular season. Yeah, they did. But you got to think, man. Seattle. Okay, who would Seattle just play? They played.
1: They play two times a year, right?
2: Yeah, but who did they, they just play? Uh, they uh, play one at home.
1: Just play where they play. Hey, uh, a it's, it's Well, then they're not playing in Seattle. Is the national Atlanta championship game at halftime yet? Yeah. Yes, it is.
2: What's the score? Uh, 14-7. Yeah. Did
3: We're, Nick Saban go to the locker room looking pissed? Probably he did. He did. Oh, Does yeah. he ever look uh, happy? Does I know our team's ha- got a lead, but all all we do is win, 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 no matter what. I haven't ever seen him smile. Does he smile? He does after he wins he did that last year they Probably actually called him out on it the
2: championship trophy right but you said that you know it was it was in it it was in Seattle but this yeah. time it's in Atlanta sure. who did who did who did Seattle just play in the playoffs who was it it was a uh, uh,
3: Detroit
2: Detroit, Detroit. <laughs> okay it, at wasn't it in Detroit does it uh, really matter? no I feel like it
3: was in Seattle but does it matter? no yeah it, it was in Seattle Detroit's not even real like,
2: no Robocops the
3: mayor no one likes <laughs> <it>. <laughs>
1: Look, hold on let's just be unreal here stafford showed up for his money this year too oh yeah matt stafford got his money dude
2: he did but how many uh, like i'm pretty sure that there was a couple of like injuries on the seattle team you got to think about this atlanta's atlanta's coming in fresh like they haven't played yet dude bye week teams in the
3: playoffs sometimes get run over by a hot team true and right like
2: but i mean i'm telling you man like seattle going into atlanta i think atlanta's got it
1: I think it's a pretty good chance, being no weather conditions that you get with Seattle now. They uh, got Julio Jones,
3: 500 awesome. yards receiving, four touchdowns. <laughs> no, I'm for real. I'm for real if,
1: if Aaron Rodgers has his way with them, I think that he throws for like he throws easy for 350.
3: Are you talking about uh, Matt Ryan or oh, Ryan sorry, sorry. Yeah, Matt Ryan. No, man. Yeah, get Rodgers on Atlanta for that, that game. You're gonna win. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But oh no. Sure. Who there's Ryan? Like Rogers. he's fine,
2: but no, I mean Matt Ryan, dude. This year, Matt Ryan, he's playing. Okay, so we
3: we know, our, I guess, our Super Bowl picks. So who do you pick in the NFC Championship game? Who's in it? How's the how's the bracket work? I know it's seeding okay, and all that. Okay, so let me pull Let's take it up a look. Here. It's in a book.
2: I mean, I know a there's there's bracket. still what? Okay, so you have Houston at New England. New England, duh. New England, everybody,
3: everybody knows that and Patriots have,
2: are going to squash the Texans. Well, first off, I mean, if you watch the Texans theory. play. If you watched the Texans play this past weekend, that was, that was garbage. Oh yeah. I mean, but if if um, if Derek Carr would have been in that game, different story. I they think so. Smoke. What up.
3: terrible luck, man.
2: Yeah. I mean, the week before you go into the playoffs, people were your, like, like excited for,
3: next for Oakland. Next
2: to last week of next to last game of the year. I mean, maybe it's the curse of Bo Jackson. I don't know. Or it could just be the I like the way the it Raiders. sounds. Yeah. <laughs> no,
3: it's the curse of what's his face's awful hair. Mark Davis. Dude, he is a Davis. very homely uh <laughs> football him? owner. Homely, like keep him in the house because he should not be seen in public.
2: All right, who else we got? Okay, and then you got uh Pittsburgh at Kansas City. Pittsburgh. I'm, Pittsburgh. I'm going Pittsburgh. There's too at much Arrowhead? Yes, I'm I'm going. Yo, the much Titans beat Arrowhead? the Chiefs
3: at Arrowhead. Pittsburgh going to beat them at Arrowhead. Dude, I I
2: <laughs> man, Pittsburgh looks That's funny. Awful. That's my
3: measuring ben stick. Roethlisberger,
2: Like if him the Titans or not.
3: beat them. Better teams will definitely. Yeah,
2: I mean, it, you they got to think.
1: He has playoff experience. Right, they
2: got Le'Veon Bell. I got playoff experience. Beast running back, they real and they've sad got in the
1: playoffs. Brown. Brown. Well, that's the first time all three of them are in the playoffs together, too. Exactly. That um, they're they're a scary team this year. They are a very scary team. I just think that there's something about uh, Le'Veon Bell, in, 250 yards in rushing, and the weather. Like you're talking about, it's going to be a snowstorm there,
2: dude. I mean, Pittsburgh's cold though.
1: Yeah, but you're talking about that flat. Missouri just wind in your face, nasty, frozen footballs. I'm still I'm still going it's gonna be Pittsburgh, no Kansas City's cold, cold so. is
3: as crappy as Pittsburgh's cold. Cold is I think cold where is cold. they play.
2: Pittsburgh cold, I think, is colder than Kansas City cold. Yeah, it's mm. so dude, cold I, in the D. That has to be.
3: <laughs> that, well, has and, to be
2: <laughs> that has to be. a hard place to play as Pittsburgh. Their fans just look are mean. brutal. They just look. Mean. Yeah, because they paid two hundred bucks to
3: sit in an ice cube, That's <laughs> like worse than an ice. Cube. I mean, our
2: boss is a Pittsburgh is a Steelers fan. Yeah, like, Coop. Yeah, Coop. but dude, I mean, that just <laughs> he's a scary dude. Too. Yeah, Coop can be. But I mean, dude, it just seems like a really like hard place. To play like Titans, you come here. We're like, hey, welcome! Like, Dude, this is a vacation destination.
3: Yeah, that, the yeah. other teams are like, yo, we can go line dancing after we squash <laughs> these nerds. <laughs> well, hey, like.
2: The Titans beat Kansas City in Kansas City, and it was like four degrees. Yeah, so I don't know what that has to do with it. I, thi- I think the Steelers, who are more <laughs> uh, better, true, <laughs> yeah, are more accustomed to cold weather. Are
3: I think if the if the Chiefs win, it is a there is a divine intervention.
2: No, if there was a stat for rapes,
3: <laughs> oh, got
2: it. yes, that, that he does. Rape, yeah, he's never going to hear this Berger. podcast. We're good. Yeah, yeah we're yeah. good.
1: Yeah. Oh, so just
2: in case you do, Ben, we're just kidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, we're yeah, we're the one thing I talked about last time that I talked shit about, and I uh, got, <laughs> got to take back. Uh, I used to say, Patrick Kane, <clears> that you cannot beat an NFL team with a college team. And I actually did some research on that statement. Oh, yeah, please. And, uh, go my ahead, foot tell in my us. in on a little bit. In 1975, they stopped doing this. They le- used to let Bear Bryant, I think is who they us- usually used to let do it, uh, would pick the top guys that he wanted to make a team with, and he'd pick his all-star crew of college guys, and they would go play the worst team out of the NFL, see who was better, the first-round draft picks? Dude. Yeah. Or And what or, happened? And a lot of the time, NFL teams got beat. Oh, on. But uh, but but like what I was saying, you can't Validated. take you can't. But what I was saying was, I even said this. Do you it You could now. take an all-star team of college players and beat a pro team, but you cannot take a singular team I'll and give beat you a that. team. True. Like you couldn't take Alabama and beat Cleveland. I don't think you could do it. But if you maybe took, the Raiders. Like, right if now, you took every single, it. but if you took every single first-round draft pick from this year, yeah. and put them on a team and let them play. Then it's like, okay, well, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with the college guys that are uninjured and they're 21 to 25 years old. So yeah, were, totally doing that. So you were semi-wrong. Yeah, so I was we'll semi-wrong. Go with semi-wrong. But I, I, I think I was a little that harsh That sounds a lot different statement. than 100% now, wrong. Hey,
2: it's, hey, as long as we can agree on this podcast that I'm we are i disagree to disagree. Well, yeah, we can agree to disagree. That's what this is great about. You said that wrong. I know. Um but, no, you know, you know what, you know, it's crazy about the national championship too. Is that I, I don't know how many times, how many times is like the Heisman winner made it? That that would be a good thing for us to figure out is how many times a Heisman like winner has made it into the, um, like the national championship. Because I know Stephen, you were talking about that. You were you were talking about like the voting. Like, I, I when think, should it be? I think the Heisman voting should be after the national championship game. Um, I don't think it should be after, but I think closer to it. I think the way they do it is because you know Lamar Jackson won it this year, and Louisville they fell, fell off, off the map. And dude, they but got did
1: he fall off the map.
2: Well, he threw six picks in his last two games. Dude, they got. I mean, they, got, they got beat by
1: Kentucky. They got beat bad. Well, Kentucky team that was putting together at the end of the season. Too. True, true, but, but Kentucky team really didn't look bad the last six games of the. Year. And I
2: also, and I know what you were saying, Look, is that, that, like, you know, the Heisman does not go to the – I mean, you know, the, the the motto for that is, like, the most outstanding player, you know, that represents the university. But it just seems like, you know, all these kids, you know, they get it. And social
1: it, it, media award now. Yeah. That's what I feel like it is. That, it's, it it's it anyway, is. It's a social media award. It's It's lost its – Luster.
3: If somebody right. from Louisville won this year, there's not a <laughs> lot of people that care about Geno so. Smith.
1: Geno Smith was yeah. second place. Didn't he
3: get slapped in a locker room or something? Gino like what Smith happened with him? The, the, he he literally. That's he, what happened after his Heisman. He got yeah, punched he, out in the locker room yeah. for the Jets.
2: Yeah, and it, dude, it's just it's, <laughs> that, that's the thing. It, it 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 doesn't seem like it matters like your character. Like I think that's was the like in the statement. I think that your Nick
3: character? Saban should win the Heisman every year. <laughs> every
2: year. Just <'cause> <laughs> <laughs> just everybody from Alabama, but no, it it really doesn't. It doesn't matter. It seems like you can just be a crappy person now and win the Heisman, which is a terrible thing to for such an like prestigious award. Did it, Mariota it, win it? Yeah, yeah, you did win, win it. Okay. it. And there, dude, I, like that ugh. that was he played in the national championship game against Ohio State in '14. Right, but you have these players that went up and they and they go up and they talk, and you're like, oh, like why? <laughs>
1: Why?
3: Well, like he it, didn't win the Heisman on academics.
2: And
1: last, <laughs> the problem and is, last is the you year, get to vote for it. So yeah. After um, you win it, you get yeah. to vote for the next one. Oh, yeah, and it's it's terrible. Derrick Henry won it last year. Yeah. yeah. Manzel won it. He gets to vote from now on forever. Yeah. He gets to decide who else gets to become a Heisman.
3: At least you know you can sway his vote. Just get him a couple drinks and go, yo, my boy.
2: <laughs> yeah. you know, I mean, dude, if, if, okay, if I if I knew if I knew I was going to win something because some of these players they know or if you if you at least know you're in the voting like just oh man it just tears me up
1: like this year it was read a book Lamar Jackson yeah. to lose <laughs> yeah it really it, it, I don't think he but six picks okay six picks in his last two games and, it, well, three picks how how many were oh, like ridiculously
3: SEC. his fault yeah, were there how any tips
1: like yeah. you got to go through true, six true. picks on a stat board can mean something that's a different two than six street. picks in general. Right. you, know, it's like you empty throw net six goals. to six guys' bread baskets, <laughs> and I'm like, what are you doing? You threw three to Kentucky. Yeah, I'm going to feel like, yeah, maybe you shouldn't win the Heisman. But if Kentucky has a great guy that's DE, jump balls you, and you get tipped up every time, two, three times in that game, and they get lucky corners or linebacker picks, I mean, like, I don't know.
2: No, and I, I get that, but I still think it goes back to the character thing. You know, I mean, I think I think that should have a lot to do with it. You know, I mean, these these players, man. Like, you know, like I know, I know everybody's going, you know, say something about it. But like Tebow, man. Like when he won it, like he deserved him. I yeah. mean, I mean, not, yeah, not only dude, not only on the field but off the field, dude. He's like he's a good guy. Like mm-hmm. that's the kind of people you. I mean, even a guy like RG three, a guy like that. Right.
1: right. Uh, I mean, he, he, as much as everyone might say this or that about him, uh, Cam Newton, same way they yeah. didn't they conducted themselves as gentlemen. You know, they didn't. And that's the thing, they may be bad behind a press conference when they get blown out by twenty one points, but right. but that's anybody. If you told me if you if you let me get beat up in the parking lot real quick and then you wanted to talk to me twenty minutes later about me getting my getting beat up, I might be a little salty about right. the conversation.
2: I, dude, I think they should cut out they should cut out like after interview, like especially for the losing team. Cut it out. Cut it out. Yo, so uh
3: you just got back from a little tour, right?
2: I did actually uh Man, it was a great tour. We tuned up uh tu- <laughs> tuned up. We we played some t- tunes. <laughs> we uh, tuned up
3: in some places. No,
2: we, we teamed up with uh um, Adam Corolla, which was really cool, man. like we the, Adam Carolla. the Adam Corolla. The Adam Corolla from the Man it's Show. The yeah. Man, Show. man, it was great. Uh we did it for uh thing a drink that uh, it's it's out now. It's called Mangria. It's,
3: uh, it's delicious. Nobody's listening. You can tell me the truth. Delicious. Do your lips taste
2: like? I feel mangarilla? like you've
3: been programmed to say this. No,
2: no, I really, dude. It it really is delicious. It it's made, like
3: Brando is good, dude. If it
2: was like one, you in the plants? No, if it was like one percent higher, it would be considered need like Brando. a liquor. Like Ooh. seriously, it's delicious, man. There's you guys got flavors. a stash here?
3: Yeah, I, yeah. Actually, I do. <laughs> okay, guys. So I'll let you know how it is for realsies. <laughs> <laughs>
2: on the next one, you yeah, yeah, let yeah, it know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Be on Facebook. But no, it was super cool, man. It, it was like it was uh, us and uh, a band called Loxy, which is Chris Loxamana awesome you know he's uh, actually one of the producers on the corolla show and uh it was a couple of comedians like ryan dune um uh matt edgar uh lana turner and a couple that joined us on the on the way um but it, it was a, it was a great thing but we're actually we're going to take a break real quick uh and we're actually going to play an interview i did with uh the comedian matt edgar which, Girl if you're ever home. out in L.A., you can check him out at the Comedy Store. Um, he was on uh, Comedy Central's uh, This Is Not Happening with Arsh Fear. Just super great guy. And he kind of explains how he got into comedy. And, man, it just it, it was great you know for him to do this with me. Uh, but we actually did it on the road. We did it in, uh, I think, Austin, Texas is the night that we did it. That was the night my jacket got stolen, too, which was terrible but we went up to california the next Sucks. day so it's all good it was my favorite jacket so if anybody's listening to this podcast did you stole my jacket
3: i hate you or or send it back yeah just that's an option you should have started with that now yeah they, now so, they have no incentive they think you're a jerk oh <laughs> uh, i'll give you ten dollars but okay it, that's incentive
2: but anyways we're gonna take a break guys uh we're gonna play the uh the pot or the the interview i did with matt edgar so uh yep yeah, we'll, be, we'll back. be back we'll be back we'll be back What's up, guys? I am sitting here with Matt Egger, a very hilarious guy that's been on tour with us. Uh, he is absolutely hilarious. He's gonna—I'm uh, gonna ask him a couple questions, and he's gonna, you know, give a couple answers. Um, Matt, how are you? First off,
0: I'm doing great, man. I've been having so much fun hanging out with you guys.
2: Thank you for being on the Cor- uh, the Corolla tour.
0: Yeah, dude. This it's, dream come true.
2: It's been—it's been awesome. Well, tell me a little bit about how you
0: got into stand-up. Well, uh, I've always had a. I always knew when I was just as young as I could remember that there was something about laughing that I thought was the best form of uh, happiness. Yeah. You know, when you're laughing, whatever else is going on in your life, I mean, yeah. it could be an immediate, some immediate shit that you're in. Yeah. That couple of seconds of laughter for whatever it is about it has nothing to do with that shit, and it is all gone. <laughs> and it, it's kind of, it's it's uh, it's kind of divine. Yeah. You know, it's like beyond what I mean. You could actually rise above your drama, and uh, and and living through life, I always wanted to be closer to that. Right. Um. So I guess I, I've always kind of had funny friends. Mm-hmm. We've always laughed, and it was always the point was to laugh. Yeah. And uh, you know, as I got older, um, you know, never really thinking too much of what I wanted to do when I grew up or anything like that, and um, actually I actually remember the first time I had heard stand-up, it kind of changed my life. I was, uh, I had to have been 10. But like yeah. not really, just a little kid. And me, me and my uh, family take a lot of family road trips. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm from California, we had family in Utah. So we would go, we'd drive from California to Utah and that's just a lot of hours in a car, you know? And uh, you li- listen to whatever my stepdad wanted to listen to, or my mom, whatever they wanted to throw in there. And uh, when we got to uh, Utah to visit the family we were gonna go see, uh, my cousin from there, who is my stepdad's age, um, was like, "Dude, you got to listen to this guy, man. This is you, you're on the way you're on your way back to California." But like put on, put in this CD, and uh, it was a Simbad album, <laughs> and uh, he's absolutely uh, hilarious. Dude, I, I mean, I actually got to do a show with him a few years ago. And nice guy. Oh, the nicest. That's I mean awesome. the nicest guy. And and it's insane because you think Sinbad now, like there's no way that this is still funny. Right. And the thing is, he never stopped doing stand-up. Right. He uh he's just on the road a bunch. Right you know I mean, like he's not in Hollywood making TV or movies, so you stop hearing about him, you kind of forget he becomes irrelevant. But no, he's actually been grinding nonstop, touring nonstop. So he's as funny as it gets. Like right. he never skipped a beat. Uh but back then, you know, I've never I never knew, you know, that stand-up was a thing. But again, 10 years old, way too young to even really get it. But there's something about listening to somebody... Talk about their spirit experience while holding court in front of a room of people. I don't know why it appealed to me. And I remember I was I don't think I, I could tell if anything was funny, I was too young, but I was laughing at my dad laughing. Right. He was just cackling over it. And I just God man this is so much fun. And it's just it's just laughter. That that's all this guy gives us is laughter. Like that there's something incredible about that. And uh, as I got a little bit older, um, my parents loved watching Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, again, it's too young to really uh, appreciate the humor between the the characters. Now I think it's probably the greatest sitcom of all time, you know? right. But at, at a young age, you know, it was kinda maybe a little bit over my head. But, you know, in the early the first few seasons of Seinfeld it'd show him doing stand up mm-hmm. in between, you know whatever the dialogue with the characters and uh i, w- I was just so captivated by that like what was that thing yeah. Was that, th- that grown-up up there just t- i wanted more of that i didn't know what it was but i wanted that over any other part of the show i just thought that was the most interesting shit i'd ever seen and uh you know then i get a little bit more older and i'm like in high school i start you know be- being able to form my own taste uh, of music, and I think the first guy I got into uh, on my own was Chris Rock. Yeah, and I got all his albums as soon as I heard "Bring the Pain." I just uh, starting, to, you know, you're at that age where you, you can maybe even begin to kind of have opinions about life, or right. at least understand what somebody else is saying. And and I just thought he was so funny, and it was so crazy that you could make a lucrative career out of this. So. I would from that point on I just started getting comedy albums. I loved them. I, I love uh, I mean Seinfeld, you know, once he actually released an album in the late nineties, it was like my favorite thing ever. Um you know like all the uh, Chappelle came out and then I just thought that was incredible like even before his show like he had a so
2: <laughs> d- too I mean just uh, the way he sets up stuff is just incredible
0: he's so smooth right you know what I mean and it was just such and and then that's the thing is like you start seeing those different styles right you know what I mean you could really be your own person right
2: I, I guess it's kind of like you know when I look at like musicians like I look at you know I guess the way you look at comedians is like
0: you're like man how do they how did they do that? Like that's so. That's okay. I, I get it. Like that's awesome. There's something about it that intrigues you right. enough to like it. Like. To get involved yeah. somehow. I mean, you consume as much as possible like I did. Right. And then, you know, having friends that were, again, always hanging out with who I thought was the funniest people. That's all that mattered. It right. didn't matter what background or anything. My friends needed to be funny. We needed to entertain ourselves always. And, uh, so I guess just practicing being funny with your friends and keeping up and, and um, just kind of going through life and, and being, I don't know, I thought, you know, Chris Rock was so real, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, he was so raw about it and he just, he said what he wanted. He, he got... He he got everything off his chest, and I just thought that was so cool that somebody's just doing all of this with his words. Because then, you know, it's even more than just funny. Like some of the stuff was like, like he has this bit about gun control. Yeah. And uh, how bullets should be like something like five thousand dollars a bullet. You know, (laughs) be no innocent bystanders. (laughs) That's smart shit. You could change the world with this shit. Right. You could help out. Right. You know what I mean? And everybody wants to laugh, and then there's people that actually go out there and do that. And I just thought this is the coolest thing ever. So... Um, I'm going through high school all my friends are in bands yeah they're always performing live and I' and I've always wanted to just be up there but you know I was there's no way I was gonna do stand- up when I was in high school I was so scared of the idea of doing it didn't really hit me yet right. the idea of me actually being able to do it like as a thing you know um, but being with friends and bands and watching them just go up there and do their thing they write and they go up and they perform and it's like I guess that kind of I absorbed that all the years that I wasn't performing um, is like my friends were, and they were doing stuff, and it just made, it seemed more real as, as time went on, um, that maybe it, uh, eventually I could do it, but uh, at first, I didn't get into stamp. When I graduated high school, um, I... There was one... There's like, a week where I had, like, this really bad... I had, like, strep throat or something. So I was, like, inside, and I just watched stuff. You know what I mean? And I watched uh, Old School. Remember that movie? Oh, Oh. yes. Dude, and something about uh, Will Ferrell, like, in that movie was, like... At that time in my life, like, Will Ferrell... Like, I just thought it was the funniest shit. I mean, it's like a dad... Like, for some reason, I think... Dads are hilarious. Yes. Like I love like Randy from South Park. Yes. You know what I mean? Like it's my favorite character on TV. Like, <laughs> a funny dad, just a like a dumb dad. You know what I mean? Like yeah. A lame dad. It tickles me. I don't know what it is.
2: Yeah, it's it's so funny. I think about like my jokes that my dad tell. Like yeah. you know, told me when
0: I was a kid, and like I'll I'll, I'll, I'll say it one day. I'm like, oh my god, yeah, thanks dad. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's about. I think it's something. There's something ironically funny about uh, this man that's supposed to be in control of the family. You know, he's the captain of the team and and it's and he's the rock. And but really we're all just kids. Underneath all the bullshit, we're children, you know, especially guys like us. Like look what we're doing. Yeah. We're, <laughs> all, we're, we're living out our dream. And, Which and is crazy. Yeah, I mean, if you dude. think about it,
2: like, you know, you have family that supports you to like, yeah, oh, hey, I'm going to quit school and go on the road and play music or do stand up. Yeah,
0: you've thrown it all out to, you know, what, to chance. Like, it's yeah. really putting yourself out there. And, uh,. And I just think, like, you know, dads that don't do that, I think maybe a part of them wanted to. Like, my dad was a musician. Yeah. He wanted to be a, a rock star. You know, he was always in bands in high school, guitar player, singer, Yeah. and, uh, you know, still rocks out with his acoustic at his house, but, you know, but he doesn't, you know, there's something about him that he didn't think that he could actually do it. Or, you know, he had a kid. Like, I came in, and I was, like, kind of the Yoko Ono of his band, and, and the, <laughs> the whole thing they had going in the garage. But, uh... You know, and I think uh, there's uh, there's just something funny about a dad that, like, trying to keep it together. But he's, underneath it all, he's a kid and he's scared. Right. Like, I don't know why I love that. It tickles me. But old school, I thought uh, Will Ferrell's character, is, though he's not a dad, he, he kind of had that kind of, like, he's just, you know, middle-aged, like, just grown up. But he's a, you know, he wants to let go and be a kid again. Like the whole idea of that movie, I just fucking love. I mean, these these adults that are in a fraternity. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like one of them's going through a huge breakup. One of them just got married. One of them's a family man, and you know, and he's and he just wants to have fun again. And it's like it's just like I don't know. That really got to me. And after I, I watched that, I wanted to I wanted to be a part of comedy. I just I knew some way I got to get in. Right. You know what I mean? So. Uh, um, I looked up Will Ferrell on the internet, and I was like, "What did he do? How did he get there?" And I saw that he uh, was actually an uh, an improv performer. Right. You know what I mean? Like he went to the Groundlings, which is this uh, popular improv theater in, in Hollywood. And a lot of people from Saturday Night Live got picked out of that place, and they develop those classes, you go through the the courses, and and then if you make it all the way, you you get to be on the main cast, and then you get to do improv. and, and, And it just seemed like, okay, well there's a start. If I go to Hollywood, which I'm from, Long Beach, Orange County area. So it's like thirty miles away. It's not like a you know, I have friends that trekked out from Ohio to yeah. do this thing. It wasn't it was nothing to me because it was just thirty miles. So got over my strep throat and uh looked into classes and I found some at the Ground lanes, yeah. and I just thought I'm gonna follow this man's footsteps and you know see what happens. So I go. Um I had to audition to get into the basic level. Again, I'm 18 years old at this point. This is the first time I've ever performed anything, and I had no sense of what to do, or what is funny, or what is anything, or at least what's funny about me. I had no control over it. I just wanted to be involved. I was a funny kid. I was witty. I was funny in the moment, but I there was nothing I could plan, or there was nothing that I didn't know how to perform it. You know, right. I mean, it, it was organic between my, me and my friends.
2: Well, I mean, I'm sure that's hard to transition between, you know, just being a funny person to being on stage. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, it's kind of
0: like great musicians, but you have to learn to play with the band. It's kind of like you got to develop your set. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a whole different thing. I mean, there's there's people that I know that are funnier than me. I have friends that are funnier than me, but they could not do stand-up. They Thank don't you. Thank they, you. <laughs> you know Brian <laughs> but uh, I think that it's a different thing to go up there and do it. it's, right. it's a uh, it is a performance. Right. which is you could be the funniest man in the world or woman and you just at the end of the day you don't give a shit about performing you don't have the thing in you that wants to do that and that's fine right. but I have that thing mm-hmm. and and uh, it, and it's, and I need to be up there absolutely and
2: you I mean dude I've seen your set the past couple nights it's absolutely hilarious it, it, it is man it's, it's 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 you know you talk about these comedians that are just real like your stand up is real like I mean watching you on stage and then talking to you
0: off stage it's, it's you're the exact same person you gotta be I just think that it the the best uh stand-up comes from um your experience right just straight up you know what I mean it's like it's almost like less is more it's like don't try to come up with something like the truth is funny dude there's a there's a um there's this comedian Shane Moss and I heard this interview with him a really funny dude and he's in I think he's in LA right now but uh um, he was talking to a scientist he has a podcast where he talks to like scientists yeah. about like uh, hallucinogenic drugs and he's a really cool guy I, and I've actually never got to meet him but I am start- I just found him starting to kind of be a fan but uh, I heard him in an interview and, he, and the guy was they talk talking about writing jokes and he's explaining this to you know what would be a layman in the field of comedy this is, man this is a scientist doesn't understand how the stand up thing works but he was explaining you know how he comes up with ideas and how it's something embarrassing like there's this embarrassing thing that you don't want to tell people and somehow that's kind of the thing to do like do that like if it doesn't feel if it feels embarrassing maybe you're on to something yeah you know what I mean so anyways everybody has their own process but I think there's something to that it's something about the truth you know what I mean right but um so I take I'm taking groundlings lessons I'm sucking balls at improv (laughs) and uh um, the one thing, so I I was at the Groundlings for a little bit. Oh, I didn't pass that audition, by the way. Oh. I, I had to go to a basic course that you didn't need audition with, and you're just in there with the worst of the worst that couldn't get into the radio. <laughs> thing. But uh, um, we're all in there, and we're doing scenes, and I'm starting to kind of understand. It's like, you know, I think the golden the golden rule in uh, improv is never deny. So right. It's always, yes, and. Yeah, right? never so yes, say no. Never say no. Like, right. roll with it. And I think really that's all I needed from improv was to understand that. Right. Because from that point on and then, you know, I'd go up there and then I would ruin a scene and you're up there with other people and it's a team. And I would ruin it. I want to be funny or I wanna yeah, whatever, and it just it ruined everything. And so I just thought that maybe I don't want to be responsible for anybody else while I'm up there. Right. I wanna do my own thing.
2: All right, guys. That was the uh, interview that I did with uh, Matt Edgar. He's uh, absolutely hilarious. Make sure you guys check him out. Uh, he's got a Facebook page and and uh, yeah, make sure you check him out. He's got a website and everything. Hilarious comedian, Matt Edgar. Thank uh, thank you again. For I'm gonna doing guess
3: that. it's like it MattEdgar.com.
2: <laughs> Maybe I, I don't. Honestly. We
3: should we should call him. We should yeah, ask I'll him. give
2: him a call. But
3: should call him on the phone. All right, we are because uh, he's our best friend.
2: We are here at the very last of the national championship game. Hey, guess
3: Clemson. who? Guess who won?
2: Well, I mean, it's still one second.
3: There's oh, under official oh yeah.
2: review, but guess, oh, hey, uh, isn't it kind of ironic that Sabin might lose a game with one second on the clock? Look, he's already
1: lost. He's already look, lost if they get this two. ball back, but look how Auburn stupid fans. this is. Look how stupid this. If, if oh yeah, Clemson gives them the ball back right here. With Hertz with a four wide set, just verticals. Just go for There's it. it. There's a chance. There's a, a snowball There's a snow chance. In hell. chance. You could snow in hell tonight. but uh, <laughs> but more than likely, I think they're all dining in the shade.
2: I mean, <laughs> hey, you know, if it, whatever. It's been a great game. I mean, congratulations to both teams. But I'm very happy right now because Clemson is hopefully about to I mean, win this. Hey, yeah, what what like I
3: call? What was my prediction? 35-31, Clemson. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I think that
2: was. uh we'll, we'll go back and. Uh, Check that, but
3: <laughs> no, I think that was it, guys. I think I did it. I, I, don't I called it early. I think I said it early. Um
1: That was it.
2: Hindsight's twenty twenty, man. I think that's exactly. how it, or if yeah, you yeah. Do it looks better at the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah. It looks
1: better at the end for Alan than it did at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. I'm, he's gonna. He, well, Alan. I'm, actually, I'm a genius voice of a generation. Well, so actually, like, Alan edits savant. this, so he's
2: just gonna go back and put that in. <laughs> he can just gonna have a Yeah, you're gonna, go yeah, to re- you're gonna hear me it. just
3: gonna like it's gonna be normal, normal, and then you're gonna hear 35-31 thirty-five,
2: thirty-one. <laughs> <laughs> There's one second still. It's still under. Uh, and a look. it looks. I think it's Clemson ball. I hope so. If Just they got it.
1: the onside kick with them right there, I'm going to be like, <laughs> is it karma? Karma. Oh, they're still sucks. reviewing it. Okay. But, with the, but you give them the ball at the 35. It's anyway, a bad spot. Incredible game. Yeah. yeah. Overall, I did not expect it to be this close in the end. Clemson yep, came, came back, back blow the second half,
2: winning with one second left from being down 14-7 at half. Yeah, yeah, they were. Man, it's like I said, it's been a great game. It's uh, this is good because uh,
3: it's going to be a nice morale boost. Sometimes the uh, evil empire gets beat. You know? Yes. Yeah.
1: Is this like uh, where we watched uh, Jalen Urso just recently? Just send off all the Death Star information. Is that basically what happened? <laughs> yeah. Link, Hiffin, left. Spoiler alert! If you didn't know what goes on in real life, You shouldn't be watching <laughs> any Star Wars information in general. What's this guy saying? Clemson ball, with one second left. Yeah. Okay, uh, okay. Hey, Clemson gets to do Watson victory
3: here? formation. What are the odds he fumbles the ball? Alabama runs for a touchdown.
2: A million to one. Probably close.
1: Is that to a, million a prop
3: bet? How it much would be?
1: Are you? Do you have a million dollars? Because I'll put that bet down.
3: I I feel like uh, I I'm check? like I'm four or five degrees away from somebody that knows somebody that's got <laughs> a boat.
2: I well, know, I actually I, I know a guy that
1: knows a guy that knows a guy.
2: There was honestly no win for me because I bet somebody 20 bucks that uh you know, Clemson would not win the national championship. So I mean, I get to pay the dude, and I'm happy that you know Bama lost, but it's like a lose.
3: Best
1: twenty dollars you spend on Alabama in your life. Dude, That's that'll be the best Alabama. Ever. Roll ever.
3: Tide, you guys! This is awesome.
1: Roll Tide! I'm going to say that to everybody tomorrow. Roll, Roll Tide, that, guys. that is the 14 game. Fourteen and one. Yeah. Oh my Lots god! The final, final score:
2: thirty-five to thirty-one. Great game. Don't let Allen say that he came back and. Go back and over no, it. thirty-five, thirty-one. Yeah, I said 35, that. Thirty-five, thirty-one. I said that. <laughs> I think I took a picture of it uh, on the
3: screen. You heard yeah, it. You, you heard it here first, not only because you're the first person to listen to this, but <laughs> because you heard me correctly guess. What? It, what it, hang
2: on. So there's a a private group that that tweets for Ohio State. Gross. We're like, in there. They cover <laughs> they cover Ohio State sports, and he yeah, said okay. congratulations. <laughs> Shoot. Congratulations to Nick Saban. And Alabama, who now hold the college football playoff record for most losses all time. Oh wow.
3: Oh, that's spiteful. I dig it.
2: I like <laughs> I it. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> dig they the have, dagger deep. At I least he like got it. some it.
3: points in a game that mattered.
2: Yeah. They have the most wins
1: and the most losses.
2: Well That's
1: what happens when you play every year. Yeah, <laughs> that's
2: true. <laughs> <laughs> you make it every year, something's gonna happen. Well, uh, congratulations, Clemson, on the yep. win. Congrats, Clemson. Uh thanks again to Matt Edgar for the interview. Yeah. Thanks to you guys for hey, coming I to think. my house and doing this. <laughs> hey, you and and I think we only put up part of the interview. We'll put the rest of it up on next week's podcast. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll, uh, we'll finish it up. You know, that was just a little snippet of it. Um,
3: yeah, Brian said, like, a lot of hateful stuff in there. Yeah, we're going
2: to have to go back and edit all that and stuff And there was out. parts
3: where, like, there'd be, like, 20-second spots where it'd get quiet because Matt and it was, was just like,
2: awkward. dude, silence. Brian, come on, man. Like, yeah, stop that hatefulness. Yeah, I mean, did you record? I'm gonna fix it, room?
3: dude. We're gonna make them likable. Don't and you, you guys worry. Were, like sitting across beds,
2: looking. No, at each actually, other? we did it in the venue we played, <laughs> um, which is funny because the venue. Okay, do y'all remember the movie Grind?
1: Yeah. No. You I remember do. the
2: movie? All right, remember the the like the uh, the real funny guy. I forget Sweet his name.
1: Sweet Lou cleans no man's poo.
2: I don't know, not him. But
1: he was like the, <laughs> he was the young guy.
2: he was the young guy in there. And it was it was actually his bar. I forget what the guy's name was, but it was pretty cool because I got to see the guy from Ground. But anyways, whatever. Thank you guys for tuning in. What do yeah. you got? Oh, nothing. I was just looking at that stat. That was yeah. incredible. Uh, Sean Watson, 31-56 of 56 tonight for 420 yards for three touchdowns and no interceptions. That's nice. You got to do it to beat him. Should have won the Heisman. Yeah. Well, whatever. He won the
1: Heisman Vince Young didn't, and I think <laughs> that he did okay.
3: I say, uh, okay, so we changed the voting for the Heisman now, and my vote is that swole ref, dude. Dude. That dude was He's jacked. jacked. Give him the Heisman.
1: He was like, you want to see my triceps? Yeah. <laughs> like, Paul, yeah, it's going
3: this a, way.
1: We're, it's another first down.
2: First down.
3: Oh, so I, I guess we'll uh, you'll you'll hear you'll, you'll hear one next time. We'll 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 do another one. Don't you worry. The one person listening. So yeah, <laughs> uh,
2: thank you, mom, for listening. Yeah, thank you, mom, and my brother for tuning in. All right, we'll see you guys later. Yeah. Peace, 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 guys. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, that's a good
0: one. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, 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 that's a good one. Yeah,
3: yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. neighborhood used to be yep. good until all them cheeseheads yep.
0: moved in. <laughs> yep.